Hello and welcome to an all new Marvel cast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond from Avengers and Defenders to, to Citarac and Onslaught. My name's Ashley Hobley, the Explosion Network's podcaster supreme, and joining me today, Astonishing Don Blight. Uh, Sam Raimi... Supreme. Lover Supreme. I don't know. Hello. <laughs> Hey, excited to be back on the podcast. First time for 2022. It's pretty crazy. It's Isn't been it? a long time since Hawkeye, so. I thought Hawkeye finished at the start of the year, no? It fin- oh, no, it finished Christmas. Christmas, right? yeah. Oh, so we had a whole month off, but honestly, it felt like I was recording a Mar- Marvel cast for like every week. There, or twice a week at some stage, so. And it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And we're about to get into it again, because obviously we've got Moon Knight starting March 30th. We'll have weekly after show episodes of all new Melcast. but then may 5th i want to say <laughs> when was eternals out way <laughs> eternals was like august really fuck damn life's a blur life is a blur eternals released n- november 5th okay okay there you go. so a little bit closer, but yeah. Obviously, you had Spider-Man. Check out all those episodes. But yes, next big MCU film is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Every night, I dream the same dream. Nightmare begins. I did what I had to do. To protect our world. You cannot control everything, Strange. You opened the doorway between universes. And we don't know who or what will walk through it. Wanda. What do you know about the multiverse? Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. He was right. I'm sorry, Stephen. Your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. We should tell him the truth. We've got a new trailer, thanks to the Super Bowl. Of course, the movie coming out May 6th. Dylan, what did you think of the latest trailer of Doctor Strange at the Multiverse of Madness? Of course, we got that the, the, the trailer slash end credit scene at the end of No Way Home. But this is a lot more. We got to see a lot more in this. They call this the final trailer. Doesn't the movie come out for like two months or something? Yeah, either, it's an interesting trend where... Marvel's only putting out like two trailers for stuff now yeah and then they put out like one after the movie's been in the cinema that like has more spoilers or something in it. yeah usually also I'm gonna just say it here spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home actually just spoilers for anything MCU to date yeah I'm I feel like if you're listening to this podcast it the rule it's an unwritten rule we're gonna spoil anything that's like or out yes anything like, that's out Anything Marvel-related, movie-wise, or TV-related, we're going to yeah. talk about. 
It's a it's a it's a niche podcast. Up to date. <laughs> Focus on niche- MCU. Yeah. Because very few people are like have watched every single MCU thing that's come out. No, I mean like it's, it's very small. The podcast is so, is focused on a, a specific thing, which means that spoiler rules are a little bit different than like other shows. Um, yeah, I like the trailer. I think it was cool. I think uh, it shows a lot of really interesting visuals. Uh, it has that sort of you know Sam Raimi's doing this whole it's going to be a horror movie sort of thing, to which I'm still a bit like. We'll see how much of that <laughs> turns out to be true. But, I mean, it does have definitely, like, some weird imagery and stuff. Um, the dark, evil Doctor Strange, whatever you want to call him. Like, he just, like, that line. He's like, uh, even though we've seen it before, I still just, it's cool. He's like, Sorry. things got a little bit out of hand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like and just the look on his face. Um, you got the fucking Doctor Strange with 16 arms or whatever at the end that was uh, fucked up. Um, the face cracking shot, yeah, zombie thing. Um, there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot of cool imagery and stuff in here. Um, obviously, I think the the multiverse is a really cool direction for the MCU to be taking because it just gives them so much more freedom to uh play around with uh wacky visuals and themes and stuff like that. And I feel like this movie hopefully meets in a nicer middle than No Way Home where No Way Home primarily uses the multiverse as sort of this big party to get all the Spider-Men together and, like, that's sort of as far as that goes. Whereas this looks to be, hopefully, has a, bu- has a bunch of uh, alt-universe versions of characters plus um, just exploring some of the more interesting directions. And by that, I mean... So if you've got Doctor Strange looking at a version of himself who went crazy, that's like, that can lead to interesting, like, character discussions or like, you know, like, what's that mean for Doctor Strange? Does that change the way he acts when he this movie's over because he's seen how bad things can go? If Wanda's viewing an, another version of herself, does that change her? You know, you know what I mean? Like, mm. it seems that the movie's doing a little bit more character-driven stuff as well as we'll get to, I don't want to say it because we'll get to it. Obviously, the stuff that's a bit more just like, whoa, was that who I thought it was? Oh, my God. So we can have a bit of both, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a good trailer, like really interesting visuals. It is crazy to think that Sam Raimi has not made a film since Oz the Great and Powerful in 2013. And yeah. And then before that was Drag Me to Hell in 2009. So his first time making a horror, horror in quotation marks, movie in like over a decade. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And it definitely, it seems like it, there's elements of his humor and that kind of stuff. And like his type, the way he, some of the characters like deliver those lines, like the way Doctor Strange says, got a little bit out of hand. The way Wanda says, that doesn't seem fair. And that kind of thing, those seem like very Sam Raimi <laughs> line deliveries and like, uh, it's interesting to see him play in like the MCU, where, especially when we've recently watched the his three Spider-Man movies. Um, I don't think we'll have anything nearly as campy or as musical as any of those. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a nice, interesting juxtaposition and that kind of thing. Uh, like uh, with some interesting visual things, like the obviously the Doctor Strange universe kind of lends itself to the crazy visuals of like him having chunks of his face kind of cubed out that was freaky and then uh, i think maybe the best shot of the trailer is like that zoom in on 
Wanda's bloodied face or whatever into her eye. And people have done close-ups and there's like people, it looks like there's someone's trapped in her eye and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I'm really keen. I think it looks amazing. Uh, I, I think obviously you can break down bits and pieces. We'll get, sure get into it, but like it definitely seems like it's going to be a bigger, definitely going to explore the character of Doctor Strange. And especially if they're juxtaposed, just opposing him and Wanda against other versions and other reality versions of themselves uh which seems to be what it is like it's hard to definitely assume what the story of the film is going to be um but you know i i think we can safely say there's going to be ultimate versions of both doctor strange and scarlet witch in this movie this like they obviously hint they're like oh you played with the multiverse like that's bad so obviously that's spider-man but he closed it off at the end of spider-man yeah, so it's like, does he start, does he start messing around again? Listen, this raises two questions: Is that what set this off? And then two, what does he remember of the, why he actually did the spell? Because hmm. I love the idea that he thinks he did it for this super important reason, and it's because the reason he originally did it is to make sure Spider Man could get into college, which it would be. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Haven't really thought about because yeah he he doesn't remember anything he wouldn't remember Why? anything yeah. either so yeah so yeah it's definitely uh, interesting and I guess also ties in like the end of Wandavision obviously we saw like two different wonders in that cottage was that we assumed it was just like an illusion or something. I- at the I would time. also like to say that I was saying it was Doctor Strange walking to that house and you and Kieran were like, no, it's not. It is. But is it our Doctor Strange? Yeah, I don't know. Still counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, it, it's just going to, it does raise a bunch of questions. Um, let's hit on the big one. Doctor Strange seems to be captured by somebody. Paramondo says, you know, you've, you've, performed crimes against the whole multiverse he gets taken into some sort of room by ultron looking creatures and then we hear a voice uh what is it but we should just tell him the truth or something along those lines yeah i think that's the line and it sounds a lot it doesn't sound a lot it is it sounds like john luke picard (laughs) (laughs) aka Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> A.K.A. Professor X. What? <laughs> Whoa! What? <laughs> what does it mean? Man, people... I love that people got so excited about this and people, like, kind of picked up on it straight away. Because he does have a distinctive voice. He has a very distinctive And we've heard him... He's, been, he's got the record for the most appearances in a movie as, a, as the same character in a movie or whatever. So, you know... It makes sense. But what does this mean? It means it's Professor X. Like, <laughs> I, I, I really don't feel like at this stage we need to overthink or say that there's no way that can happen when it's the one way they can have him come make an appearance in this. And also, I'm going to throw it out there right now. Hugh Jackman's in this movie. Because <laughs> Hugh Jackman said the only way he would come back and play Wolverine is if he got to appear in the MCU. Now, now you're never going to have Hugh Jackman come back and play that character 
as a long-running version of Wolverine if they bring Wolverine into the MCU. However, if they wanted to reward and give the fans that one final Hugh Jackman Wolverine appearance... In costume. In costume and everything, this is the only film I could see that happening. So I'm going to throw that out there now. Not to say that's something I particularly want or care for because I could live all with, with or without it. But I'm going to say, given that that's how he said the only way he would come back is if he could be in the MCU, I would say that he could make an appearance in this film and that it, it, him and Patrick Stewart as Professor X are the two X-Men characters in this. I feel like that would be actually not even... I don't even feel like I'm crazy saying that. I feel like I'm sort of like in the scheme of what could happen. That's pretty like... Yeah, that's, that seems pretty like it would make sense. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. That would be pretty cool. Like to see Hugh Jackman back. Obviously, he's the most beloved part of that X Men series, um, and he's the most memorable character. So, uh, have him back as well would be really cool. It seems like they're building up sort of some sort of Illuminati, which in the Marvel comics was this cabal of high ruling important characters, heads of different teams and that different kind of thing who were pulling the strings behind the scenes uh, for everyone who didn't know. Uh, It seems like they could potentially be doing that, but like in some sort of multiversal, like these are the protectors of the multiverse kind of thing. Um, But one of the most prominent members of the Illuminati was Tony Stark. Obviously, we've had all these, <laughs> we've got all these Rumors. robots going around in this trailer. Is Tony Stark going to show up? Isn't that the isn't that the rumor that everyone kept shutting down that Tom Cruise was playing Tony Stark? That I would actually love that, seeing as he was meant to he that was he was what attached to the project. Hmm. That would be a cool like in joke for people who know, but then people would be like, "Oh, that's crazy! Tony Stark's played by Tom Cruise." I mean, Tom Cruise, he, th- he needs a payday, doesn't he? I feel like he would do it. Yeah. And it's not even that crazy. Like, in the in the world we live in now, like, talking about crazy cameos and, like, I feel like after Spider-Man, the, the, the sort of rules, the, the wheels are off, you know? Like... Anything is possible. Yeah. So... I could see that happening. I think that's, that's fine. Plus, I think the other thing is... And the important thing to remember is a lot of actors and stuff, if you're talking about Tom Cruise playing Tony Stark and all this sort of stuff, and like Patrick Stewart making an appearance, Hugh Jackman making an appearance, all these sort of things, all these people would be like, I don't want to sign on for like 10 movies or whatever that's required of your regular MCU. However, we're talking about a multiverse movie where they would only have to appear in this and be like, they're from universe D56 over here. They're only in this movie. It doesn't matter. So that's why the rules are off. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I think the potential. I mean, the potential's there for the all sorts of stuff. Uh, I mean, another important member of the Illuminati is Reed Richards. Could we see whoever's going to be Reed Richards appear in this movie, and that's where they debut? I hope not, because I don't want to see our MCU universe Reed Richards just suddenly appear as. I mean, if. If they're going to do both, if they're assuming we get Tom Cruise and Patrick Stewart, it would make sense that all these alternate versions are alternate versions, like completely alternate 
like not the same actors we're going to get in the MCU. Mm. So like maybe bring bring back uh what whoever played him in the two thousand five Fantastic Four. Yeah, I don't even remember like Ian Grufford or whatever. <laughs> I can't, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, like get him. It's fine because then like there's there's no reason you can't be like oh this is Patrick Stewart's like you don't need to like make the timeline make sense. So, yeah, it's fine. Um, Fantastic Four. Nope, that's the one that came out a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, Ian Grufford. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I mean that. And then, you know, there's the potential for other members. <laughs> I mean, people have zoomed in and there's like a long, dark-haired, like, long-haired figure. That could be like a version of Thor, potentially. Um, hmm. Yeah, interesting things in there. And then, of course, you've just got the bigger plot of who's behind this massive problem with the multiverse. Is Wanda the actual villain behind everything? Uh you know, there's, there's small bits. Rachel McAdams' character, she's getting married, but not to to, to Doctor Strange. How does he feel about that? How, what kind of role is she going to play? Is she going to play a role? I feel like even though he hasn't been cast as uh, in this as of yet, that, that we know, I feel like um, what's his fuck has to be in this um, uh, from Loki. Oh, um, what's his name? What's actually <laughs> um, Kang the Conqueror, right? Yeah, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Fuck. <laughs> I I put my money on him being in like an end credit scene. But sure, because a multiverse, b Loki like clearly explains he's being like Loki until these movies want to explain me otherwise. And like, even with what happens, as far as I'm concerned, the only reason Dr. Strange was able to do what he did in Spider-Man was because Loki, uh, the Loki series takes place before that. And it, like the will, like the, the guardian who was keeping all the timelines from like the time from being able to be fucked with is, is gone. You know, the rules are off. So it all sort of comes back to Loki. Uh, as a series, as a sort of prelude to the multiverse events. Plus, Michael Waldron, who was the head mm. executive person on Loki, is one of the two writers on this film. Is the writer. I thought someone else was writing it. No, it's just written by Michael Waldron. There you go, never mind. Well, he's the writer. Yeah, I could definitely see some tie-ins, and that would be cool to see him back, but I think... At that point, it's like kind of getting. He could be on the council. He could be one of the people on the council. Yeah, a version of him. Yeah, because that's the thing. You he could be that version of Reed Richards that I said was <laughs> predicting Loki. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is definitely an interesting, lots of interesting and uh, ideas and directions this could potentially go. So that that's kind of what you want from these sort of trailers to like get you excited and theorize and that kind of stuff and then ultimately disappointed that it goes a completely different direction to what you thought it was going to that's what we love uh what do you think of uh we get a little bit more of a look at uh, america chavez not a lot i mean she looks it's fine. Like one moment of her she's got like a weird punch that's it yeah um 
looks cool. Looks fine. Yeah. Obviously, don't say much. Um, I like that actress. Um, yep. she's got like charisma, like personality to her, and everything. What I've seen her in, so um, in the Babysitters Club, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen her in a couple of things, but no, go for it. There's something else I watched in recently. Maybe not. Maybe you can't. Oh, should I look? <laughs> no. You're the worst. Maybe. Identified. Boob sweat. <laughs> Boob sweat. It's a short film. Maybe not. Maybe it was like a random episode or something I watched recently. Yeah. Anyway, Babysitter's Club, she's really good at it. Um, that character, I don't know too much about. I think I read yeah. like the first issue when it dropped just randomly and I never really read more because I was like, well, it's fine, whatever. Um, she doesn't have the major costume or whatever in this, which I have no problem with because I don't really like the costume anyway. So, um, yeah, from what we see, it looks fun. Absolutely. All right. Anything else you want to talk about from Doctor Strange? Um, nah. It's like still two months away, isn't it? Yes, yeah, still two. Uh, yeah, just under three months away. Although you said, you told me, not as good as the Moon Knight trailer. It's true. Moon Knight trailer was better. I'm very keen for Moon Knight. Yes. You can listen to us talk about Moon Knight when we come back March 30th. Uh, but until then, let's know what you thought of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness by going to Twitter at explosionnumber.com slash Twitter or jump to Discord at explosionnumber.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out here at All New Marvel Cast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. Tell people about the show or give us five stars wherever you can give us five stars. And if you liked this episode, thought it was worth it all, head on over to our copy page at explosionnumber.com slash support. All right, well, make sure you watch you're watching Moon Knight, which is the next thing we'll be talking about. And join us next time for another all new Marvel cast. Thank you.